Welcome to VP Leadership Podcast, where real leaders are made. I'm your host, Bill Purvis, and we're kicking off another opportunity to talk with Hunter Patchum, a right-hand guy here who runs BP Podcast Leadership and oversees all the material and the organization itself. This episode is going to be great because we're going to talk about how BP Leadership grew and what it's done and uh, why people should listen and choose BPL Leadership. Uh, my dream for it, what I want to do, the investment I want to make, and, and what people can expect to hear from it and when they're tuning in. So my goal today to talk to Hunter is to find out what's behind the scenes, how it works, what our heart and motive is, and then even the results that we've seen when people begin to take it serious. So I'm looking forward to it, and I'm ready to get started. That's awesome. Now I want to know what fills you up the most about yeah. teaching leaders and, and equipping them and doing what you do when you're yeah. training people through BP leadership. What fills you up the most when you're doing yeah, that? Yeah, it's crazy. I'm a my nature is by encouragement. I would rather be a kingmaker than a king. Mm -hmm. I would rather help other people. I, you know, you ever see these parents that get thrilled at you know at a ball game? They they're more excited than if they were playing it yeah. because the kids out there <laughs> playing it. That's the way I feel when I see anybody that's growing. When I see anybody that's making a difference, so that we've made a difference in their life, or we've given them the right resources or encouragement or whatever. The minute that I'm able to teach that, and I see they get it. Uh, I, you know, they don't have to give me credit. They don't have to buy anything. They don't have to do anything. That that alone is fulfilling for me. It's like I, I I'd rather do that than have the best meal in town. Mm -hmm. I mean, just give me the opportunity to see somebody that they're doing better because I want everybody to do well. And so that's my motivation. It's uh, it's how can I help you? It, I, and they, there's a term they use nowadays, and I think it's a good one. They call it adding value. Mm -hmm. And so if you can go through your day and just add value to one person each day that will give you a fulfilling, successful day. And yeah. that's my goal. That's awesome. Now, what yeah. kind of a, a difference or an impact have you seen this information um, making in people's lives? Now, we've heard the stories of the people who went and created successful yeah. companies and stuff yeah. like that. But what even the little things, what kind of an impact have you seen it make on their life when yeah. they start applying this kind of I, stuff? I've watched people that that felt like this is the, the the fun part is I've watched people that felt like they were not a leader. Mm -hmm. You know, they'd say, I don't have that skill and I'm not able. And when you talk about leaders, I just check out because that term, you know, doesn't fit me. And I, and I hear people like that. And I say, I'm not asking you to be a leader. I'm not asking you to go manage a company. Uh, I'm just asking you to make some decisions that'll be good decisions that you'll look back on and be glad you made. And so I, I get a lot of stories of these people that will say those little things made a difference. Just yeah. little bitty things that they thought wouldn't it wouldn't change a, a big situation would say, all I did was that one thing. I asked somebody recently. In fact, there was somebody that came to me with an issue, and they said, I don't know what to do, and how do I handle this? I'm so mad at this person. And when they told me this story, I said, how about this? Why don't you just listen to them? Just listen. <laughs> and I said, don't give them advice. All they want, they're venting all that on you, but just listen. They called me within a few hours and said, it worked. We're better <laughs> off now than we've ever been. And, said, and I didn't tell them that I was planning in it. But when I finished, they said, I feel we're closer than we've ever been. Mm -hmm. I feel like today you listened to me. Yeah. And, and the person said, I was that close to firing them. <laughs> and said, I was that close. Mm -hmm. And instead, I did what you said. And so 
I love just anybody that makes any decision that makes them beneficial or, or makes their life a little better. That's awesome. Now, have you ever had one of those aha moments where the light bulb went off when you heard something or learned something and it just clicked and you said, yeah. that's what I needed to get me forward? Yeah, all the time. All the time. <laughs> I'm always reading or hearing something that I'll, I have to stop right there. So give, me, give me a piece of paper <laughs> and, sit, and I, just, I just write it down at that moment or I think about that or I'll put it on my phone. But, but yeah, I hear these things that it's almost like, it's kind of like they say this, uh, you know, if you buy a car, suppose you go and you say, well, I'm going to buy this particular car and, and I haven't seen one like it. Nobody has a car like this and you're so proud of it and you buy it and then you drive off and before you get home, you see three of them. <laughs> and, and, and all of a sudden you say, well, I thought I had the only one. And there they are. They're just like bad. Well, it's the same thing is subconsciously, I believe, when you're wanting to grow, that you're looking for answers all the time. Your mental search engine is always working whether you realize it or not. And then you'll hear an answer that suddenly says, that's what I was looking for. And a lot of times it comes when I'm not even looking for it. But when it does, I know at that moment, write it down, think it through, and then act on it. You know, Don't just look at it and say, that's a great insight that would help. But now's the time that you act on it. And I've found when I do that, life changes for me. Mm, that's good. What would you say is one of the most valuable lessons you've learned when that light bulb's gone off? And it's not just something that applied to a certain time of your life, but has kind of carried you through years later. Yeah. I think one of the biggest things is don't be afraid to fail. Yeah. I think a lot of us are so afraid that we're going to fail. What are people going to think? Or how can their self-esteem take the hits? And, and it'd, be, it'd be worthwhile to note that people like Babe Ruth struck out twice as many times as he hit a home run. Uh, everybody fails. Show me a leader, and I'll show you somebody that's made failures. The difference is they learn from it. Mm -hmm. And I think the key is going to be for all of us to say, I can embrace failure. Yeah, I messed up, but at least I tried. At least I, I tried to make a difference. Mm -hmm. And and so I think the biggest thing people have to do is when they hear something or they or they or they know what they ought to do, don't be afraid to fail. Take the risk. Try it. Uh, and I even say to people, as young as you are, do it. I, I told a guy the other day that's now found his career, but I remember like 15 years ago, he was going from job to job to job, and his parents told me, uh, you know, we're so frustrated. He needs to get one job to settle down. And I said, you know, in, in our day, years back, you really didn't have that many options. Yeah. You could get one job. You could stay there forever and get to know better in the community. But this younger generation has thousands of options. And to figure out what they're going to do, they may go through 100 jobs. But he'll find it. And I met with him recently, met up with him, and discovered. He said, you know, when you told my parents, just chill out. He'll figure it out. He said, now I'm at the place that it's the dream job. They're so proud of me. I'm so happy. But it took a lot of time to get there. And so, I, you know, I think the key to that is, is, uh, is being in that place in life where you say, don't be afraid to take the risk. Don't be afraid to try. Don't be afraid to fail. Check, you know, check it out. If it don't work, start again. Okay. Yeah. Now, I, I don't say this a lot. I used to say this around my, my son, Brent. I'd tell some guy, because I'd, you know, I'd be talking about to take a step. I'd say, what do you got to lose? Just step out there. <laughs> Brent said, I wouldn't say it, but I'd be probably thinking, he's got a lot to lose. <laughs> his house, his car, job. <laughs> so I'm not saying be be reckless, mm -hmm. but, but be a risk taker. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's good. Now, <clears throat> when you the world we live in now, information uh -huh. is ready and available yeah. wherever you go. There's millions of books, whether yeah. it be any kind of books, but especially when it comes to like leadership and the stuff yeah. that we do. 
You've got, I mean, tons of books. You've got podcasts. You've got other systems where you pay yeah. and you get the information, yeah. kind of like what we do, where you get this load of information. Right. But out of all of those, all this other information, all this other content, why BPL? Yeah. In your own there opinion, you why BPL? Above all else, why is that the one people need? All right. I think it's several. And I'm glad. That's a great question. A couple of reasons. One is because it's proven. Mm -hmm. See, I, I'm real bad on this. I, was, I never taught. I never even preached when I was pastor. I never even preached on church growth until our church grew, and I knew the systems and why and how. I never never taught uh, finances until I was able to be financially free. I never wanted to tell somebody to do something or give them insight if it didn't even work for me. I never even, for many years, our people didn't even know, they didn't know much about my children. I used to, uh, I used to tell my wife, I'd say, we're not going to talk about our children until they're up of age, 18 and over, so that because right now they're they're young enough they can still disappoint us. Yep. I said, so if I get to tell them about how to raise kids, you know, I had this crazy sermon when I first started, 10 ways to cause your children to turn out right. And then we had kids. So then I threw it away and I had a sermon kind of like, you know, three things you may or may not want to try. <laughs> and so, I, you know, I, I didn't want to teach something that I couldn't do. So I had to be financially free to teach freedom. I had to be uh, teach really showing the proof and that's why I say we baptize seven days a week, millions of dollars a year in, in missions, uh, everything debt-free. Literally, I wanted to, to have the goods before I tried to push the goods to somebody else and say, offer, you know, I offer this to you. So that was the, the main thing. The, uh, so it's proven. The, secondly, it's biblically based. And there's a lot of leadership material out there, but I'm not sure all of it is is got the right eternal foundation mm -hmm. to it. You want to lead not for yourself. You want to lead for them. I've always said the purpose of power is to empower. It's not for ourselves; it's for them. And so we want to give you biblically based things. I'll use a lot of Bible characters. And we'll talk about the guys in the Bible because they were the greatest leaders. How did Jesus pick a team? Uh, you know, what did what did Joshua do? Tell, tell about his faith and when you're outnumbered. And, and so I try to use biblical principles or characters to teach leadership because I want it to come from the book. In the end of the day, that's what's going to last. Yeah. We have a world that teaches leadership, but a lot of it's trends. A lot of it is, you know, tricks and trends and what's the latest. And the problem is those things don't last. Yep. So I want to base it on something that's been around a long time and it will help. And by the way, uh, probably about a third or maybe half of the BPL subscribers we have are not, they don't even have a faith, mm -hmm. but they love the leadership and they're learning the faith as they go. Exactly. They're not knowing that all these stories are in the Bible. They're not knowing that, 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 that those are not just myth and allegory, but those are legit historical characters. And so it's been a, a bridge to them yeah. by talking their language, but we're getting it out of the book that is the best book of all books. That's so, awesome. Yeah. And you, you know, as you <clears throat> transition a little bit, you know, you've you went through the role as a pastor, yeah, and, and you've done the leadership stuff yeah. on the side. You know, when you, you always said you spent about ninety percent of your time on preaching and ten percent yeah. on the leadership. Yeah. Well, now that that role has switched and it's reversed a little bit, and you're you're transitioning into putting your main focus on the leadership and equipping leaders more than ever before. Yeah. What do you think is your what What is your dream as, yeah. as you go forward? What's your dream for BPO? If yeah. you could say, if I could just make it happen right now, and yeah. th this would this would be what I want to see this become. Yeah, absolutely. Here, here's where it is. I want to. What I want to do. I mentioned earlier adding value, but what I want to do is this. I want to help leaders to not just help themselves, but I want to help to provide resources that they can create a pipeline of leaders 
in their company. Um, the, if, if, I'm, if I'm just a, a parent, I would like to teach leadership that they can turn and teach to their children and their family. It, it, it really, I want it to, to go into much further places and, and have a broader impact by them taking it and utilizing it for them. For example, what we do right now is we'll have companies that we'll say to the leaders, uh, you learn it. We will do the leadership lessons for you. All you have to do is have your staff meetings, take our material, our resources. We did the study. You can teach it. You can modify it as you need. You can add your own illustrations. You'll probably find ways you'll you'll take that and apply it and say, let me give my illustrations from where we're at. You make it fit your company and your culture. But we want to provide you the material. Yeah. That's our goal. And so I think there's a real niche and a real need for that because most leaders are so busy, they don't have time to go resource all that or research all that. And they don't have somebody on staff that has actually lived it out. They may have somebody that can just, you know, mimic it and parrot it, but they don't have somebody that, that has lived it. We're giving them the gold. Mm -hmm. If I were a business owner, I'll tell you what I would do. If I were a business owner, I would say I'm going to be a subscriber. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure that everybody in my company gets it. And I'm going to talk to them once a month about it at our staff meetings you keep everybody growing, and you'll keep that company growing, and you'll also keep those people happy, and you'll keep those people feeling that they've got a part of a mission. You won't you won't lose people. You'll retain them. Uh, your your expenses will go down, and your income will go up. Mm -hmm. You can't do anything but win when everybody's growing and everybody's on one page. And so that's the secret. So I believe the value of BPL is probably greater right now at any other time, especially with all the people starting churches and um, and businesses and they're just launching out i said get the right tools as you start you'll save yourself a whole lot of headaches down the road exactly all right well there you have it that is part two of my conversation with bill here on the bp leadership podcast and part three is coming to you next week and in that episode you get to hear a little bit about bill sharing his side of why he thinks it's not only important to grow personally in your own personal growth and and grow yourself but also why it's so important that you grow the people around you some great stuff great content that he's sharing as well as you get to hear us talk about millennials this fantastic generation that i have the honor of being a part of and we get to talk about about a little bit of the good, the bad, and the ugly of this generation, but also what makes us excited and expectant of the future with these great young leaders. So I hope you're ready for that. We got a very good conversation that we had about that. So make sure you stay tuned for part three of this podcast and hit the subscribe button so that you get notified whenever it releases. So if you're on YouTube, hit subscribe. If you're on whatever podcast platform you're listening on, hit subscribe so that you get notified as soon as that episode releases. As well as if you would like to learn some more information about BP Leadership and all the other cool things we've got going on here other than just this podcast, check us out on our new and improved website at bpleadership.com. Just gave it a facelift and added a bunch of really, really good content to help you guys grow more and more on your leadership journey. So make sure you check it out at bpleadership.com. Stay tuned for next week. We'll see you guys then. And remember that this is where real leaders are made. <laughs>